With a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George, welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. It is After 9 for a Tuesday morning. Alan Wishart in the host chair as usual. Not as usual. Reg on the board this morning. And uh, first guest actually managed to make it. I will quick, um, I guess almost like a public service announcement. Avoid the area downtown Big explosion this morning at 7 o'clock at 4th and Dominion. First responders still on the scene. And so the police have a fairly good section of downtown cordoned off. So uh, try to avoid the area. Basically, 4th Avenue has been cordoned off for some time. And they've also got uh, a couple of the side streets cordoned off between 3rd and 5th. So uh, if you don't have to be downtown this morning, don't. One person who did come downtown, and I'm very happy she did, is Bonnie talking about the Great Northwest Fiber Fest. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Alan. So, Great Northwest Fiber Fest. Okay, let's go through it bit by bit. Okay. Fiber Fest. What is a Fiber Fest? All right. Well, you know what fiber is, right? Basically, yes. Yay. It's what they use in the pulp mills. <laughs> Close, but not quite. Oh, okay. We're talking sheep, alpaca, llama. Okay. That oh, that type of fiber. That type oh, of fiber, okay. yes. What, what, uh, what we do is we kind of join a whole lot of people together who do different things with fiber, spinning, dyeing, uh, making uh, Mm -hmm. products with it. Uh, You know, anyone who kind of enjoys and loves fiber, plus people who make things for the people who do things with fiber. Yeah. So we have, we've been doing this for about seven years now, and uh, it's just getting bigger every year, and we've got 25 vendors this year. So it does classify now as great. It is great. (laughs) Well, actually, we started it off kind of, the Great Northwest, meaning the area, oh, ah. because we're concentrating uh, very much on people who do like local uh, mm, work. Right. We're not looking for the big chain stores yeah. and, and factories and things like that. So we're kind of uh, targeting this area because there's so many really creative people who mm-hmm. work here. Um, a lot of independent uh, dyers who come up with these amazing color combinations. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, one of the, the vendors, she's created a special, what we call colorway. A colorway is a dye batch of, uh, mm. that somebody mm-hmm. has kind of come up with. But she's created this beautiful, beautiful colorway just specifically for our fest. So she'll be oh. introducing it to the public there. And it is beautiful. So I'm, I, I'm sitting there looking at her pictures and <laughs> saying, okay, now if I added this and this, and that would make a sweater. So yeah. I have a sweater in my head already. Oh, good. <laughs> Hopefully it'll, I'll have it by winter. <laughs> Yeah, so now 25 vendors, are they all from the Northwest? Yes, yes. Uh, we have, uh, basically it's BC and Alberta. Okay, uh, yeah. And uh, they represent like a, a, a kind of an area, I think, that uh, is often overlooked. I mean, they, mm. you know, because if you go into, say, Vancouver, mm. you can walk a block and find a yarn store, walk another yeah. block and find a yarn store. Up here, we have like a really wonderful one, wonderful yarn mm-hmm. store, but it's just the one. Yeah. And it's nice to get the variety, yeah. uh, which is one of the reasons that we came up with the idea for the fest was to bring all these people together, uh, you know, so that they could showcase their things. Some of the people actually are, are uh, kind of traveling. Mm. Uh, we have one woman who uh, her business basically is to go all around Canada with her products. Wow. And, yeah. So there are other fiber festivals then? It's, oh, it's, yes. Okay. Yeah, this this is something that uh, they're all over the, the world. There's all kinds yeah. of different places that do them. And some they usually have different 
uh, things that they specialize mm-hmm. in or, or are promoting. You know, for us, it's very specifically small, local, independent right. yeah. businesses uh, is what we what we like. We have, um, like I was saying, we have the the people, the, the dyers and the mm-hmm. spinners and so on. But people who make things like we have uh, one woman who specializes in making project bags, mm. and which is really a neat thing because <laughs> uh, when you're knitting. <laughs> And you want to go somewhere with your knitting, you have to have something to put it in. Yes. And you can't just dump it in any old bag. You know, it needs... I would. No, but that's no, the point. no. You would, if you were a knitter, you wouldn't oh, okay. do that. Okay. You, would, you okay. would have too much respect for your knitting. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it's, uh, you know, something has to be easy to get in and out of. Yeah. It has to have some little pockets and things to put your accessories in. So, so that's her specialty, and, it's, and she does beautiful things. And I have a whole collection of her bags. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you, oh, yeah. one is never enough. No, it's not. <laughs> so. so, like in her bags, and the one thing I'm thinking of right off the bat is I'm hoping that there is like a zippered compartment or something you put your needles in, so they're not just sticking up all, <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, sometimes it's zippers, sometimes it's uh, drawstrings, okay. but there's always closures of yes. some sort. Yes, good. Also, so the stuff doesn't spill out. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was worried more about reaching in. <laughs> Ow! Oh, yes. Well, most knitters understand, you know. Yeah. You're going to get poked occasionally. Yeah. But, you know. And now this year, I understand you guys have got another group that is sort of along the same lines, the Quilters Guild. Yes, yes. We're really excited to have them joining with us this year. Mm-hmm. They are going to be hosting an open house at the same time. So we will ah. be in the – we're at the Connaught Center. Right. Uh, so they have the uh, the gymnasium there, and uh, we will be in the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Their uh, main guild room is in the back of that. Ah, so as you come in the lobby, handy. they're just behind yeah. the gymnasium. So they're going to be hosting an open house there so people can come in. They can come to the fest, see what all's there. Uh, then they can go and look at, look at the uh, quilting, and they'll, they'll be doing demonstrations. So people mm-hmm. will be working on projects so you can see what they're doing, ask them questions. Yeah. They do some amazing stuff. They'll yeah. also have a display there, and yeah. uh, they have a prize quilt that they're raffling off, and they will have raffle tickets for people to buy, mm-hmm. which I strongly recommend because I saw a picture <laughs> of it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I'm going to be buying a bunch. <laughs> okay. So you're going to be buying a bunch of those. You're going to be buying some project bags. You're probably going to be buying some of that woman's dye thing. Oh, I'll be buying lots of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to have any time to actually oversee the Fiber Fest? Well, that's what we call overseeing. You see, as you go oh, around from okay. vendor to vendor, the fact that you're purchasing is just a side thing. Okay. What you're really yeah. doing is working. Of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how you explain it to <laughs> the other coordinators. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, we all do it, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. So... And you were mentioning the Quilters Guild mm-hmm. are going to be putting on some demonstrations. Are there going to be demonstrations at the Fiber Fest itself? Yes, there is uh, a spinning demonstration, which the uh, Fiber Arts Guild mm. will be doing. So they will, uh, and I'm not sure exactly, I, I rather suspect they'll be rotating because it's an all-day thing, and I don't think well, it'll be one spinning, person. if they're spinning, of course, they're going to be rotating. That's what spinning so, means. Oh, there you see, bad puns, I remember. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. The uh, so there will be different people coming in and, and showing okay. uh, how to do the spinning, yeah. uh, and let's see we have and we also have class a class this year. Oh, this is actually a repeat. We had it last year and it was very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sold out already, so uh, we've closed the registration on wow. it. But it's a dying. It's called karaoke dye your own. And what it is? Okay, hang, hang on, <laughs> hang on a second. These are words that don't go together. <laughs> yeah. Actually, 
the the woman who runs the workshop, she's she's just a hoot. She's mm-hmm. really fun, and she loves music. Okay. And so when she and her daughter are working, they have the music on, and right. they're working along with the music. And so uh, they call their stuff karaoke because the, you know it's died with the music. Yeah. Anyway, so this this time uh, she's doing the the class, and we've actually got music for her to play. So there will be a soundtrack. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Which, again, something you don't tend to see very often, but there will be a yeah. soundtrack. So now, the soundtrack will be playing during the class. Are the participants in the class required to sing along? Now, I'm not the instructor, so okay. I can't say. No, okay. <laughs> but I suspect not. Okay, good. I, 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 yeah, that that may or may not be a good thing, yes. Yeah. No, who knows? No. So now, there's also... I think I saw somewhere it's not just happening in the gymnasium. You've got something going on outside as well. Yes. We actually, this year, uh, Andrea, the one of the mm, other right. uh, coordinators, she uh, has one of those marquee tents. Right. So we're going to be setting that up in front and making a kind of a, a social area, mm-hmm. a place where people can come. They can bring their food. I will talk food in a minute. Uh, uh, yeah. They always. can bring their, their food, sit, uh, have lunch and mm-hmm. coffee and visit with friends and there'll be a space where people can just sit and get together they can bring their projects down to the fest gee wouldn't that be a surprise <laughs> <laughs> people bringing knitting to a yes. fest yeah some people never travel without their knitting you know no now when you say it'll be outside that's on like the 17th avenue side there? yes okay yeah, just yeah so not in the parking lot no 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 but i i don't know for sure because i know there's also like oh, a playing field oh, in behind oh, right oh no but no, no so it's going to be this is on the okay yeah on so the, you'll be passing that as you go in basically right. okay yeah so yeah. some people may not make it actually into the fiber <laughs> fest because they'll see a friend of theirs sitting in the tent and they'll go over and say hi. And the next thing they know, it's four o'clock. Closed. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't think that'll happen because they'll have to at least come in for the food. Oh, <laughs> and if food. they didn't, food, food, food. You want to hear about food? food? food. The, I always like to hear about food. <laughs> this is um, Kate's Sweet Bites. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with her place. It's up on the Heart. Mm-hmm. She has a like a very nice uh, restaurant, and she does all fresh baked goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just very, very nice food. and uh, It's called Kate's Sweet Bites and Beanery. The beanery being coffee beans, I'm assuming. Okay, okay. I, I wonder I hope so, yeah. trying to think about it. But yeah. yeah, so she's she's put together a menu that she's going to be doing at the fest. Uh, huh? Well, she'll have um, some sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also doing a, a turkey chili with cornbread that sounds oh, delicious. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, and grilled cheese sandwiches, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. So now I'm assuming there will be plenty of napkins available as well, because I was just thinking grilled cheese sandwiches tend to be a little bit messy at times. Yeah. And if you're knitting, you don't necessarily uh, want to get that all over your work. Well, the food actually isn't coming into the, uh, the gym. So if okay. any you know, people are free to come in. They they can you know have the uh, coffee and, right. and so on, and then come in. Yes, we'll have. Maybe we should put napkins at the door. Maybe those wet wipes. Maybe yes. we should do that. Wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. I, no, I hadn't thought of that before. But I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So people can come, and so when when is the event? Like we were sort right. of saying, it finishes <laughs> at four, but that means that applies there was a starting time as well. Oh well, yes. The uh, event is actually Sunday the twenty seventh. Right. This coming Sunday. And uh, Sunday, yeah. Yes, coming Sunday. Oh. And it starts at 10 a.m. It's open to the public oh. at 10, and it goes right through till 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and 
basically people just drop in. Uh, yeah. If there's no schedule for anything. The only no. thing scheduled is the actual class. Which people is already, already yeah. the registration is cut it's off. It's all so, done, so, yeah. yeah. And they know when they're supposed to be there. Yeah. And then you were saying the demonstrations are basically going on all day, so it's not like if I don't show up at 10.13, I'm going to miss the demonstration and that's it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. No, there'll, there'll be somebody uh, demonstrating. And, you know, I mean, even if the demonstrators are on a break, there's mm. still loads to do. Oh, uh, yeah. But one of the, the really fun things about this sort of event is that just about everybody there has a common interest. So there's yeah. always people to talk with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vendors, you know, depending how busy they are, they always love to tell you about their, uh, like, mm-hmm. their inspirations and how they do things, and, you know, show different products. So it's it's generally a very, very social sort of event. Mm-hmm. From what you've seen in the previous years, if a vendor doesn't have anybody at their booth right then, is there a good chance they're going to reach under the counter, pull out the project they're working on, and start knitting? There's an excellent chance. <laughs> Although, I have to say, it doesn't tend to happen very often. No, because they're probably kept pretty busy. Yeah, for the most part. the uh, uh, but What I've noticed, I, I think, is that people tend to, you know, like, they go around and look at all the different vendors, mm-hmm. and then they usually come around and do a second pass, you know, like, oh, okay. so it's sort of like you want to go sample everything, right. and then you want to go back and look in depth at a few other things. Yeah. yeah. Here's the one that I'm, here's the one that's working on stuff that I'm working on. Exactly. So yep. I'm going to go here, and then there was a couple of others that I'll stop at. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's very freeform, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what what is going to be the setup then in the gymnasium? Is basically the vendors are all around the outside? No, no? Um, actually, we we spend a long time coming up with a floor plan to fit <laughs> everybody in. Uh, so it's uh, essentially it's it's a group of people sort of in the middle, mm. and then people around the outside. So okay. there's a a kind of a pathway you come down one side and then you come up the middle and then you go down the other side and then you go do your second loop right uh, okay so it we tried to make a good flow for it but yeah. people will always say good oh, luck no turn around i want to go see that yeah <laughs> which is fine we're perfectly happy one of the things that we did do was try to leave enough room mm. so that people could move around like i've been to some of these shows off. where you can't even move you can't stop and look to see what a vendor has because it's so jammed so yeah. we tried to make sure that there's enough room for people to Good. move around now the vendors will be setting up then obviously sunday morning well actually they're we're opening up saturday for the vendors uh so oh. they're coming in saturday yeah. evening because some of them have very elaborate displays <laughs> <laughs> just to, so they need to get everything set up and of course that also gives them the chance to chat with each other yes before before everything starts on sunday yeah. oh yeah and a lot of them are already you know quite good oh, friends yeah. and, and uh you know and people make connections there too we've had quite a few what i call marriages mm-hmm. where uh, we had one woman who raises um alpaca and she and another woman who do dying got together and they've worked out an exchange uh so now the the alpaca razor mm-hmm. sends some of her product to the dyer who mm-hmm. then sends part of it back and <laughs> keeps part of it to sell yeah and okay. so you know that was uh thing and of course we have there are two stores that are coming down two local stores uh, one is of course our local store here right uh top drawer yeah and the other one is from dawson creek faking oh. sanity okay uh and they they're a lot of fun so mm. again this is a place where some of the independent people can talk to some of the other people and you know get uh good connections good way to to sort yeah. of sell product or exchange ideas you know sometimes it's 
that's really important too. Is there anything we've missed? We've only got a couple minutes left. Oh, um, let me see. I oh yes, <laughs> prizes. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we will be having uh, prizes. Each vendor donates something, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, a, a representative of the kind of product they right. have. And then we will be putting together some bundles of uh, these okay. products, and there will be uh, prize draws throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having uh, the tickets free at the door, so when you come in, you can get a ticket. Okay. You know, there's no, no purchasing right. of a ticket. Um, and we will do, I think... I think we decided we'd do five bundles because that okay. fits neatly into the yeah. time span that we've got. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're kind of looking forward to that. This is something new. We've always had the prizes, but yeah. we've never bundled them before. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to work. But I think it'll be fun. Okay. So very quickly again then, what is it? Where is it? When is it? Okay. Great Northwest Fiber Fest. Yes. Sunday, the 27th of August. This coming Sunday. Cannot Youth Center mm-hmm. from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Okay, and uh, if people are interested, they can look on our website, which mm-hmm. is www. ca, and the fiber is, of course, spelled the Canadian way. Yes, of course, it F-I-B-R-E. is. F i b r e, and uh, our social media, Instagram and uh, Facebook, are both the same. Okay, and now you were saying the tickets when people come in are free. Yes, is the admission. Oh, I should have should have yes. said that. Yes, okay. open to the public. Uh, okay. Yeah, completely free. We uh, we encourage people to come down. You know, we're not trying to make money off of it. No. We want, what we want is for people to come down and enjoy it, and hopefully, uh, some new people will you know come into the the craft. They will mm. say, "This looks like a lot of fun. I want to learn how to do that." And so we've had a few people uh, bring a friend, mm. uh, and get started with it that way and of course it's very addictive you know once, oh, yeah. once you start you kind of can't stop so no. uh it's it's a good way to get a beginning because everybody wants to help a new newcomer yep. they're quite happy to tell you you know about the different yarns what works well what doesn't uh you know so it's no. it's a great place to come no matter what your skill level is okay bonnie with the great northwest fiber fest thanks very much for coming in and bringing us up to date on what's happening on sunday okay well thank you very much i enjoyed chatting with you okay take a quick break and be back with more after nine do you like a good bluegrass song enjoying hearing music from the likes of bill monroe ronda vincent and the lakeside ramblers then tune in to back porch pickens sunday evenings at five on 93.1 cfis fm for an hour of great bluegrass old and new I'm Corey Walker, and I'm thrilled to take you on a musical journey each week as we explore the world of North American bluegrass. Catch Back Porch Pickens on the nights of 5, only here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. North Edge Ice Sports has moved. You can now find all your recreational and competitive figure skating skates and accessories at Quebec and 3rd. While there, purchase roller skates or inline skates so you can skate all year round. Stop by and check out the assortment of outfits and accessories as you get ready for the coming season. Open from 10 to 5, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 9 to 2, Saturday. North Edge Ice Sports, in the Q3 building, Kitty Corner, to the Farmer's Market at Quebec and 3rd. Hungry? Looking for something good to eat? Well, pop on by Boston Pizza and try their new feature menu, where Jalapeno Popper Dip is back by popular demand, along with the many tasty new items. As always, Boston Pizza offers medium and large pizzas, Buy one, get one, 50% off for takeout or delivery. And don't forget their happy hour runs in-store from 3 to 6 and 9 to closing daily. 
Give Boston Pizza a shout today at either location, Spruce Land or Brookwood, for any of your snacking needs. Forecast from Environment Canada. Widespread smoke today at a high of 25. Tonight, periods of rain with widespread smoke. The risk of a thunderstorm this evening, a low of 11. For Wednesday, rain with local smoke and a high of 14. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George, you're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. And on the phone now with Lorraine Young. And Lorraine, it's that time of year again, isn't it? You can do. Lorraine, are you there? What? Sorry, Lorraine, are you there? Oh, sorry, I can't hear you. Oh. Can you can you hear me now? Okay, hang on. Our tech is frantically going over different things. And can you hear me, Lorraine? Lorraine, can you hear me at all? This is not good. Okay, well, Lorraine is with Can Do, which... Okay, we're going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, hopefully we will have Lorraine Young on the line. National Forest Week is September 19th to 25th. As part of this year's events, the Canadian Institute of Forestry is hosting a free walking tour of the Willow River Interpretive Trail, including a barbecue and busing to and from the trail. Departure time and place are to be announced. To take part, you must RSVP by emailing amanetta at shaw.ca by September 19th. All ages are welcome for this free guided tour, Saturday, September 23rd, presented by the Caribou Section of the Canadian Institute of Forestry. Every day and everywhere they go, these followers of Jesus, they bring the echo of Easter with them. Easter may be past, but it isn't over. Learn how we can bring the hope and glad good news of Christ's resurrection into the lives of those we meet. Raising the praise with guest speaker, Pastor John Nunes, this week on The Lutheran Hour. Be listening for The Lutheran Hour Sunday mornings at 8 here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Lace up your runners and join the Parkinson Superwalk. For over 30 years, this event has helped to raise funds and inspire hope for over 15,000 people across the province living with Parkinson's disease. Together, we can ensure every person touched by Parkinson's has the support they need to live well. Show your support by joining the Parkinson's Superwalk at 11.30 Saturday, September 9th in Clayton-Lay-Tenay Memorial Park. To register or donate, visit parkinson.ca slash superwalk. The Canfor Leisure Pool will be closed for annual maintenance through September 3rd. The maintenance closure has been scheduled prior to the pool's November anniversary date to allow warranty and outstanding building completion items to be resolved. During the closure, swimming lessons will be held at the Prince George Aquatic Centre. The Aquatic Centre will be closed for its annual maintenance from September 4th to October 9th. The Canfor Leisure Pool is scheduled to reopen September 4th. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Okay, we are going to try this again now. Got Lorraine Young on the line, and it's that time of year again, Lorraine. Time for Can Do. It is. We're so excited. So now, I guess first off, what is Can Do? Okay, so Can Do is an event we put on each year. It's for uh, for people with disabilities and special needs. Mm-hmm. It's accept uh, a challenge, challenge and shared reward. So it's it's just an event that we want to say thank you for you know, 
uh, being part of the community, like, you know, volunteering, uh, things like that. So it's just a big get-together, dinner, dancing, um, prizes, and karaoke. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Now, you say, we put it on. Who is we? Okay, so uh, it was a, the can-do committee at the one time. Mm-hmm. That was a group of people. Yeah. And then uh, uh, things, you know, people move and things like that. So myself, uh, Jade Young... And um, also Celeste Beal, she was one of the main um, founders of the Can Do. Uh, they started that. Uh, I think they started uh, around uh, at a table in 1997. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was a long time. So then after that, Handy Circle Resource Society took it on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now they are based, they're the basic organizers then, and then you guys are still a bit of a committee with them. Yes, absolutely. So now, is it held every year at about the same time? Well, actually, let's tell people, when is it? Pardon? When is it? Yeah. It's September the 16th, mm-hmm. and it, it's going to be at the Civic Center. The oh. Civic Center seems like it's the best place for us. It's bigger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like everybody could be together instead of being in different rooms and stuff like that for prizes and things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's where we're going to have it. And it is such a beautiful event. They really, the civic center really puts on a nice display for us. Yeah. And of course the other great thing about the civic center that would have to be for you guys is it's fully accessible. It is 100% accessible. And that is the key. (laughs) Yes. Because there would be no sense having uh, like something up on the third floor of a building that doesn't have an elevator and saying, well, that's where we're going to hold can do this year. That's going to work too well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We we had that senior center last year. Mm. Beautiful, delicious food. Mm. But it was a little bit too small for us. But uh, so we're back at the Civic Center. We we used to go to the college, but I don't don't think we're no longer uh, available to go there anymore, I don't Mm. think. Yeah. So now, how many years is this for Can Do? Okay, so 1997, and the first one was 1998. So I'm thinking 25 years. Okay. Something like that. Now, did you miss any because of COVID? I'm I'm thinking you probably did, right? Oh, yes, we did. It kind of of put everybody in a situation. Nobody wanted to do things. They don't want to be with networking with people anymore. Yeah. Like it was just really a bad time. Yeah. But now it's, uh, we're getting going through last year. We was the first one we had since COVID and, um, people are, it's, they're, they're excited. They're excited mm-hmm. to come back. So, so now, and I guess that's one of the advantages because from what you, from what you were saying, it sounds like it's a fairly small group of people who do the actual organizing, right? Yes. Yes. So you guys were able to stick together during COVID because so often we hear about groups that put on events and during COVID, you know, some of the people moved, some of the others just said, no, I'm getting used to not doing it anymore. But you guys stuck together. Yes, we certainly did. Even though we never had the event because we couldn't, yeah. um, we were always in our minds, we're planning in the planning stages mm-hmm. for next year. And then that year came, it didn't work out. And then, then finally we had one last year. Yeah. And now, what was the attendance like last year then? Was it about the same as it had been? Uh, no, I would say I thinking, I'm thinking maybe 125, I think, what we had. Okay. Yeah, but this year we're hoping more. We're hoping for our max is 200. Wow. I mean, you know, we're not going to turn any anyone away. So no. if there's somebody 
that would like to come, and we're at our max. We'll figure it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, they may have to sit outside for the whole time, but that's beside no, the point. No. no, I know, I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so now, what, excuse me, I'm looking at the poster that you dropped off here, and one of the words that jumps out is prizes. Yes. Yes. What kind of prizes? How do you get involved with that? Oh, my goodness. We have a lot of prizes donated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's amazing what people donate. And then we have our we are fundraising, and uh, we go and purchase prizes. So everyone that goes there gets a prize. Ah. Uh, yes, everyone. Nobody leaves without right. it. And then this year we also have uh, early bird uh, draw, which mm. whoever, bought, whoever purchased this their tickets before August the 30th couldn't get into the early bird draw. Uh-huh. We okay. have dances, prizes. We have, oh, my goodness, bingo prizes. Yeah, it's, yeah. and when they're, they're, they're dancing, my daughter, she's part of the committee. She goes out and she pe- throws teddy bears to them. It, <laughs> it, uh, it's so much fun. So it's a very organized event, except when people start swinging teddy bears around. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they also walk around with their little braces. Sometimes, if we're going to get to this year, I'm thinking we are. Mm-hmm. They glow in the dark, so everybody's just, oh. it's, it's, yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, so now, you were saying dancing. Dancing kind of implies music. Do yes, you ha- yes. What kind of music have you got? Uh, we have a, um, uh, is a DJ, not a yeah. DJ, or a karaoke, but yeah, I guess they have their own music, it's uh Peggy Joe and John Zettel. Mm-hmm. So they are our karaoke, and they play music for the dancing. Um, then we have, um, oh my goodness, on top of my head, I lost, forgot the band's name. The Elastic <laughs> Band? Yeah. Pardon? Is it the Elastic Band? Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and they can't make it this year because oh. they have another event. But they, they came every single year wow. since we started in 98, every year. Okay. Yeah. So because I noticed again on the poster, they were playing before the dinner. So obviously then the dinner, there won't be any music before the dinner. It'll just be, I think you've got the bingo going on then. And just, that's a time to socialize as well. Oh, 100%, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you've got bingo going on. Yeah. So who is the caller? Is the caller a real professional? Well, you know, our caller was Jim Ham. That's our. He was our president of Handy Circle. Mm-hmm. He passed away a couple oh. of years ago, and is so you know he's, yes. he's been with us right from the beginning. So this year, his son is going to do ah, it. For okay. Us. Yeah, Mike is going to do it for us. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and then I noticed um, this is the part people are probably waiting to hear about dinner. Dinner. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. So now, what what kind of uh, food have you got coming in? Is it being catered by, like, the Civic Center, or have you got food coming in from somewhere else? No, Civic Center is looking okay. after it. Good. Yeah, and they're going to help serve it, and we have, uh, we have volunteers that will help serve it, too. Okay. And now, I think I saw somewhere, you were saying the ticket deadline for getting the early bird draw is August the 30th. Yes. Which also happens to be when people have to... Um, I've signed up because you have to let the Civic Center know how many meals they need. That's right. That's right. Yes. But, you know, it's, we can we can stretch that date a little bit further, but that's, uh, for August 30th, it's, um, it's the deadline for the early bird drop. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, 
I think it's September the 9th, I think, is the, the day. The cutoff for, the, for when they have to have the meals in. Yes, yes. Okay. So now, you've also got the mayor coming in. We do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if the mayor doesn't come in, he will send someone else in his place. Yeah. Okay. He comes every year. Yeah. Well, Mayor Simon, you hasn't had a chance to do it very often. He would have been there last year, but before that, it would have been somebody else. Yes. um, Yeah, that's right. But but still, no. So that's good. Um, And I've I've noticed as well, very smart on your part, you've put kind of a very precise time on the mayor's speech. Yes, we did. We yes. got. We have to keep everything in order, right? Yeah. <laughs> and again, I think most most of the politicians in the city I've noticed tend to keep things fairly short, anyways, don't they? Yes, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're it's really good. They, they uh, their speech is really nice, very oh. heartwarming and welcoming. Right? It's yeah. Nice. yeah. So now, where can people get tickets, and how much are they? Okay, so the tickets, you can get them at 490 Quebec Street. Right. Uh, the phone number is 250-563-1852. Uh, you would have to phone first because our doors are still locked. Mm. We're, we're, we're there from um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but because we we can't see who's coming in through the front door. Okay. So, yeah, so we just have to lock. So you basically ha- you have to phone ahead, order your tickets, and then come in specific times to pick them up? Yes. Okay. Now, how much are the tickets? Okay, so for people with disabilities uh, and caregivers Mm -hmm. and seniors with disabilities, it's $10. Right. Uh, For children, $5. And for family members uh, or friends uh, without a disability, they're $20 per person. Okay. Now, quick question. How did you find children? What age can, do children go up to? Oh, we never even thought about that. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, I would say until they're adults. Okay, so under 18, basically. Yes, yes, okay. that's right. That's correct. Yeah. No, I just like to check on that because, you know, some of them have different levels. Like I've even seen some where a child is defined as up to five, and then above that, there's something yeah. else. Yes, I never even thought about that, but no. I guess we'll figure that one out yeah. when it happens. <laughs> and then the other thing that I noticed, and this is quite handy for people to know about, is you don't have to worry about getting home after the event. That's right. Yeah, because you guys have got, who is it? Who is providing the transportation? PG Taxi, and they've been doing it since 1998. Wow, so they've been every, on since day one. Every, yeah, they give everybody a ride home, yeah. uh, needs a ride home. It's, it's totally, totally amazing. Yeah. Right. And now I notice, though, when you get there is when you book your ride. You've got to let them know when you arrive at the can-do on the 16th. That's when you let the people from PG Taxi know that you are going to need a ride. Uh, you don't phone PG Taxi. No, no, but you, yes. do it at, you do it there when you get there. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So that they know approximately how many vehicles you're going to need to be sending over there. Yes. Now, yeah, and they do it all through the night. Like some people go home early, some go yeah. go home late, and they're really accommodating. Yeah, now, now, is there sort of a cutoff time? Like I think you were saying the doors open at 3, and that's when things get going. Is there sort of a cutoff time? Like you've got the dancing and karaoke after the, di- after the dinner, but do you have, like, do you try to be out of there, say, by 10 at the latest? 
I would say uh, we put it down to nine thirty, but you know, okay. always people like to stay around. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, ten. We used to uh, run till um, ten o'clock at night. Then we never got home till uh, people never start leaving till about almost eleven thirty. <laughs> you were having so much fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, sounds great, Lorraine. So again, when is it? Where is it? How do people get tickets? Okay, so you want me to say that again? Yeah, just go over it one more time. <laughs> okay, so you can get tickets at Handy Circle Resource Society, right? Four nine zero Quebec Street. Yeah. Number two five zero five six three one eight five two, and give us a call first before you come down. Yeah. And uh, that's the only place you can get tickets at the Handy Circle right. Resource Society. And the uh, event is going to be at the Civic Center. Um, I think it's, uh, what is the address over there? 800? Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think people know, people in Prince George, I think, know where the Civic Center is. So. Yes, they do. Yeah. And so wh- what day is the event again? It's a, it's a Saturday, and it's September the 16th. Sounds great. Lorraine Young with the Can Do Social Event. Thanks very much for bringing us up to date on what's happening this year. Well, thank you so much for having us on the hair. Okay. Have a good time, Lorraine. You too. Bye. Bye. Take another quick break and be back with more after 9. The Prince George Council of Seniors Better at Home program needs volunteers. If you're able to assist seniors in our community needing help with grocery shopping or some light housekeeping, Contact Wendy, the Prince George Council of Seniors Better at Home Coordinator, at 250-564-5888, and she'll help you with the process. It's all designed to help seniors remain independent. Better at Home from the United Way and your Prince George Council of Seniors. Call the Seniors Resource Center to get involved. August is Black Philanthropy Month. We're calling all active citizens to join in on this global black philanthropy initiative. This special fundraising effort assists the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals for black-serving nonprofit organizations. Tackle issues close to home, from poverty to quality education, gender equality to economic growth. Individuals and businesses can participate in this fundraiser, internationally administered by Support Black Charities. Visit global-bpi.org to learn more and spread the message. Donate today at global-bpi.org. Most everyone knows not to drink and drive and realizes that even small amounts of alcohol can be risky. But do we understand that drinking small amounts during the pregnancy can be harmful for the growing baby even in those early weeks before the pregnancy has been confirmed? We encourage you to learn more and to see what is happening in your community about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and join in working towards reducing both the impact and the incidence. This message has been brought to you by Angela Geddes Integrative Support and Wellness. AngelaGeddes.ca Forecast from Environment Canada, widespread smoke today at a high of 25. Tonight, periods of rain with widespread smoke, the risk of a thunderstorm this evening, a low of 11. For Wednesday, rain with local smoke and a high of 14. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. And just charging through the door, even as we speak, is our next guest, Jen Rubido from the Prince George Public Library. Hello, Jen. Hello. Have you got your breath back? Um, yeah, it's just, it's a sad state out there, so it, it took It is. Me. Yeah, it took, took you a little bit longer probably to get here because yeah. the area has been cordoned off because of that explosion down at uh, 4th and Dominion. Yeah. But uh, no, Jen Rubido from the Public Library. You've got new schedules? I do, yes. yeah. So uh, brought in our fall program brochures. Um, 
pretty much hot off the press. Um, they feel thicker. Oh my goodness, do we have a lot happening in the fall? So yeah, the the program brochures are you know they do feel a lot more substantial. Um, we also okay, added. I'm just going to try to fold it. A, a, can't, it's a different fold, fold because fold of out. how much information yeah. we had to change our fancy fold to be more of a booklet format. Jeez, so that's going to confuse people. Yeah, and then well, it um, confused me, which doesn't we, necessarily mean anything. <laughs> And so now it opens more like a traditional booklet. Um, We also included something near the front, which I think is really great. Um, You know, library month is October. And so this is the September, October program brochures. So we thought it was really important um, to highlight some of the, what that, we call it the power of the card. Yes. So the power of the library card and what, what it can do for you and how um, it can support you. in all of your kind of journeys through life. So um, just everything that uh, the library cards give you access to, you know, books and video mm-hmm. games, ebooks, online resources, printing. Um, and then, you know, you don't need a library card to be able to come to programs and things like yeah. that and, and, you know, use our physical space. But um, those are some of the really beautiful things that you can do with your library card. So at the, at the front of each one of the brochures, um, this this cycle, this yeah. September, October, you'll see all sorts of information about kind yeah. of what the library has to offer, um, different library services that lots of people don't know about. Yeah. Um, like we have what's called the Northern Roots Discovery Pass. This is super cool. Um, you basically, you, you, you borrow it. Um, okay. And it gives you access to get into all of the Northern Roots locations. Barkerville, oh, Exploration okay. Place, the Art Gallery, the Railway and Forestry Museum. Is that a different name for it then? Because there used to be something along that same line, but it had a different name, something like Gold Trail or something like that? Yeah, so I believe it's the same one. So, okay, um, but they just changed the name. Yeah, the okay. Regional District uh, did a rebrand. I yeah. want to say it was, it was quite a few years ago, though. Okay. Um, and then now it's called the Northern Roots. Okay. Um, and their little symbol is almost like one of those little teardrop um, point finders, okay. little green yeah. uh, finders. <laughs> so um, we have those, and a lot of people don't know about that. That being said, it's, you know, you'll, you almost always have to put a hold on it um, mm-hmm. because they're usually, like, we have quite a few in circulation. But yeah. um, they are very popular, obviously, yes. because you get access uh, for free into all sorts uh, of really cool yeah. uh, locations in the north. So that's pretty great. So if you're figuring on doing a semi-staycation, mm-hmm. reserve about, what, five, six months ahead of time? I wouldn't <laughs> say it's that far. <laughs> but that is the one trickier part. Like, if you know yes. that you want to go on a specific weekend, yeah. it's not necessarily going to work for you no. because the pass might not be available okay. uh, at the time. But if you, you know, you really want to check out Exploration Place, but um, maybe you don't have the means or you just, yeah. you know, aren't too sure, you just put a put a hold on it. And then mm. you can go there and art, the Art Gallery, Railway and Forestry. There's a ton of locations yeah. that you can get Sweet. access to. Um and then, you know, we do things like home service, which is super cool. So we deliver, if you are unable to come to mm-hmm. the library, um, we can actually curate library lists for you. Wow. And we will deliver, a group of volunteers will deliver yeah. books and material uh, right to you, which now, is un- super unable cool. Unable to come to the library. I'm assuming you mean um, possibly disabled or sick or something, yeah, not exactly. just I'm feeling lazy today. <laughs> That's no, not it's, a good enough it's, excuse. It's more of like those those longer term, you yeah. know, really want People to who have. actually cannot get to the library. Yeah, that yeah. being said, you know, um, I'm not sure what kind of, uh, I, I don't think that we would stop you, um, <laughs> you know, if you wanted to sign up for home service um, for whatever mm-hmm. reason that you, yeah. you can't or don't feel like you can come in physically. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the other one that's really kind of neat is that we do what's called an interlibrary loan. Mm. So if we don't have the book in our collection, you can ask us Mm -hmm. and we'll do a search and see if there's a library and which libraries within the province or even the country have them. And we will bring in for free. Yeah. We'll get the book brought in for you. Um, but you, you can't do a renewal on them. Uh, um, so you have two weeks uh, yeah. to read said book once mm-hmm. it arrives. Um, and then we send it back. And so we send out our own collection to other libraries mm-hmm. and then receive books from other um, libraries to be able to support that. So it's really cool. Yeah. And I would guess the one thing to mention is I'm going to go back a few years. I'm going to say, okay, when, say, the last Harry Potter book came out. You guys probably had those checked out within 10 minutes of them showing up on the shelves. There's a good chance that if you went for interlibrary loan on those, you were going to find the same thing at every library you guys could get in touch with. Yeah, so interlibrary loans aren't for books that we already have in our collection. Yeah. So, okay. so for example, Harry Potter, we have it in our collection, yeah. so we would put a hold on our right. own book for you. Yeah. Um, but my mom the other day was looking, she got inspired about a certain topic when mm. she was reading another book and was just like, oh, I found this one book. But it was, you know, it was printed in, I want to say it was like the early 80s and it was a bit of an obscure yeah. biography. And so we didn't have it in the library oh, collection here. I'm shocked. But one of, but UNBC had it. So okay. it actually wasn't even that far. No. And so UNBC's collection had it. Okay. And so she was able to interlibrary loan that title um, just as she would a normal book from yeah. the library and would pick it up from our branch Um read it and then bring it back and then we would then send it back to whatever home library mm-hmm. it came from. So it's not for books that are already in our collection right. that have a queue. It's for books we don't have in our collection, but other libraries <sighs> do. It allows us to be able to, as a collective, mm-hmm. have access to more titles, yes. um, which gives people access to a wider variety of content. Now, quick question, because you, you sort of brought this up, so don't okay. blame me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that the book was up at UNBC. Yeah. If people have Prince George Public Library card, can they get stuff at UNBC or CNC? Through interlibrary loans, yes. Okay, but they, but they cannot, cannot just go up there no. and use their card no, up there. No, it doesn't okay. work that way. But they can request interlibrary loans uh, okay. and often get so, access to the full collection of what right. might be at both of those establishments. Okay. Yeah, so it's a really, really wonderful system that just allows us to have access yeah. to a, a larger collection. And um, it's reciprocal, right? So yeah. we're sending our titles off to other places as well, which is really beautiful. So um, yeah. it's a great way to, uh, you know, as a collective, we have... Mm. We have access to more things, like as yeah. as in life, you know, we are better together when we all work together. Yeah. Uh, the world is a better place. And now I'm guessing then, if somebody has something, they put in a, a request for interlibrary loan, you guys give them a call the second it shows up. Yeah, so you get notified when yeah. it arrives, and then you would just pick it up at either branch, whichever one you've identified yeah. as being your pickup branch, mm-hmm. um, and then it just you, you borrow it like you would an, a normal book in our collection. Except um, you cannot renew it. Except for you can't renew it, so there's yes. no renewals on interlibrary loans. But so you um, can't put it aside and say I'll get to that when I get to it. Yeah, so otherwise you, you got to prioritize it, it before you even <laughs> open it. Yes. Exactly. So it's a bit different in that way, but uh, it's a really great program. Yeah. And then and I'm guessing. If it turns out that it's up at UNBC or something, you can probably let people know we're going to have that tomorrow. Yeah, the, but the, if it's somewhere else, you don't know for sure when it's going to show up. Well, even the ones from like locally will take a few days to okay. process. Like yeah. there, there is a process behind it. Yeah. Um, but you know, in the case of, of my mom is a great example. Yeah. You know, um, that book. I think it was here, and it was. I think it was within the week uh, she had yeah. it, um, and it was just a really great thing, and she loved it. Anyway, it was, yeah. apparently it was a very good book. Okay. Um, 
I see you pulling out things, but before yes. you do that, yeah. we're going to take a break. Oh, already? Back to talk oh, some more. Time flies <laughs> when you're having fun. The Princeton Public Library after nine. <laughs> The Heart Pioneer Center is open for lunch, dine-in, or take-out. Take-out orders must be submitted 24 hours in advance, while those wishing to dine-in are also asked to call a day ahead. Call the center to RSVP or order at 250-962-6712 between 9 and 1. Cost is just $10 and includes soup or salad. The monthly menu schedule is available through the center. The Heart Pioneer Center, open for lunch Monday through Friday, closed on statutory holidays. Advocate Life and Education Services is in the search of more people to join their Appreciation Committee. Volunteers write and mail cards and periodically make phone calls for those who are comfortable doing so. This is an important role as Advocate wants their supporters to know their generous donations are gratefully appreciated. To get involved, call 604-852-4623 or find more information at advocate.ca. The Alzheimer's Society of BC's Northern Interior, Northwest and Northeast Resource Centre is located at 1811 Victoria Street. The centre is currently offering virtual support only but can be reached by calling 250-564-7533 or toll free at 1-866-564-7533. You can also email info.princegeorge at alzheimersbc.org. Have you ever thought about trying to make art from things which have been discovered or which you just happen to find? The Nechackel branch of the public library can give you a hand and they'll even provide the junk. Make art from junk on Saturday and see what kind of beauty you can create from found and discarded objects. It isn't junk, it's undiscovered art and it's up to you to discover it. Make art from junk Saturday, 1.30 to 3.30 at the Nechackel branch of the public library. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. So, Jen, you brought in the booklets now for September and October. But basically, we're going to spend the last part of today's show just talking about what's happening on September the 9th because... That's going to be a busy, it's going to have to be all hands on deck, I would think, for you guys. Yeah, so September 9th, you know, I, I heard that um, we were promoting Fiberfest earlier today yes. on the show. Um, and so right now, uh, Fiberfest is in there and they have a display in our stairway. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it comes down in a few days right before their Fiberfest on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so they'll take that down. Um, but then up comes uh, the red dress display. <sighs> so we're doing um, the red dress display in the stairway and that's tying in with a really powerful traveling exhibit. Mm -hmm. So last June, so June, 2022, um, we worked with the legacy of hope foundation and the 60s, the Alberta 60s scoop survivor Mm -hmm. society, uh, to bring in the by Gwen coming home exhibit. Um, it was traveling. So we only had the exhibit for one day and, um, the Legacy of Hope Foundation, for those who don't know, uh, incredible organization that uh, that produce and give access to displays on a variety of difficult subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to call them truth telling. Um, yeah. It's an opportunity for people to get uh, larger awareness about a lot of indigenous issues um, mm-hmm. and, and past things that have happened and continue to happen. So when um, Adam North Pagan, who's the president of the Legacy of Hope Foundation, was here, and he is a 60 Scoop survivor, um, 
he was talking to me about the Wenaskaton exhibit mm. and it's, it's to commemorate and bring light and awareness to the high rates of missing and missing and murdered indigenous women and girls um, and members of the two spirit community. And so this is something that I personally, you know, we are on the highway of tears. Um, You know, it's been something that has quite honestly kept me up at night Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, there is such a, an unfair and not okay, disproportionate amount of, um, indigenous people that that are targeted and mm-hmm. um that it it needs more light and it needs greater awareness and so since last june the library have been working with the legacy of hope foundation to bring the Wenaskitan exhibit here um, but we don't just want it for a day so it will be on display on the second floor of the library we are rearranging mm-hmm. furniture oh. to accommodate this display okay. And it'll be on display from the 9th until the 29th because we're closed on the 30th for Truth and Reconciliation. So we've been working with a variety of community partners and um, advocates, community advocates like the Red Dress Society to, to help bring this event to life, but also to create the highest amount of awareness and advocacy for this subject. So we are holding an opening reception for the exhibit on the morning of the 9th. Um, it's going to be extremely powerful. We have, um, a lot of incredible speakers coming to talk and again, truth tell, Mm -hmm. um, many people who have lost uh, loved ones, um, as well as a survivor. So mm-hmm. it will, um, and there's also musical uh, and performance pieces in this. So it'll go from 1030 AM until 1130 AM on Saturday, wow. the ninth. Okay. We encourage, um, everyone in the community to come out and support. It's also ties into the local red dress event that we have on Sunday, September 10th. So it's a way to really bring dialogue and Mm -hmm. conversation about this very important topic. Um, and to promote that community event that happens on the Sunday. So, you know, we've been working collaboratively with all these people to ensure that we, um, are making this be the best kind of, uh, event possible mm-hmm. um and really give space uh to learn and to listen and hopefully to um come together and continue to advocate for change mm-hmm. um as much of the issues are you know systemic um there's a lot of uh a lot of trauma a lot of systemic racism that goes into why uh why this is an issue if you will mm-hmm. um so that's hugely powerful um you know we'll have people like uh the castan drummers Mm -hmm. kim gucci is performing Mm -hmm. with method dance so i was able to see one of their performances in the spring um and they did this incredible performance um where the dancers were were in red dresses and kim was singing her uh cleansing the highway song Mm. which came to her she wrote it while she was walking the highway of tears um so it's 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 massively um, appropriate. Appropriate, and the dance was done on stairs. And when I mm. saw it, I was just like, "Well, we have stairs <laughs> at the library, so <laughs> we've incorporated this dance into the unveiling of the event. So it's going to be wow. um, really, really moving and really powerful. Um, so I really encourage lots of people to come. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's something that we're we're really glad that we're able to be a part of. And now that is the morning of September the 9th. Yeah. In the afternoon, on that same day, yep. you've got a couple of events, and you decided 
no, these are too big for one library. We're going to split them up. Yeah, so we, um, like many of our programs, we we do the, um, events and programs at both branches. Yeah. So um, in the afternoon of the 9th, we have um, free headshots. So if you mm. want to update your LinkedIn profile right. or something like that, uh, you can come in and get free headshots. So that's in the afternoon on the 9th um, mm-hmm. at the downtown branch. And then we also, back by popular <laughs> demand, because, um, you know, we're just such fun guys. I'm, I'm the one who's supposed to make the bad I know, and I had to do it. I'm sorry, Alan. I stole it from you. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to... It's the beginner's guide to mushroom identification. Yes. Um, and so that's in the afternoon from 1 to 2 at the Nachaco branch. branch. Yes. So we had this program um, earlier in... I want to say... Earlier this summer, yeah. um, and it was hugely popular, and many people said we need this again, and we want it in the heart. So uh, ask, and you shall deliver. So that's happening yeah, uh, on September ninth. There's, there's more mushrooms probably up in the heart than there are right downtown. I mean, I have no more. idea about. Yeah, I'll, of course not. But yeah. I haven't been to the class, so I guess I'll have oh, to go and find yes. out where to find said mushrooms. Now, um, we don't have time to talk about anything else that's happening in September. That's okay. How about because, if you come back at the end of September? Yeah. And we can talk about October at least. Sounds but wonderful. Between then, between now and then, how can people find out what else is happening at the libraries in September? pgpl.ca and you know follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That's a really great way to find out all about what we're doing. And I got another suggestion. Drop by the library. And yeah. pick up these hey. books, but don't try to just unfold them like you have in the past. That's <laughs> yeah, a good it's more way. of a it, book. It's not going to work too well. <laughs> okay. Um, Jen Rubido, Prince George Public Library. I'm assuming we will have you or someone else here about the end of September. Tell us all what's happening in October up Sounds there. wonderful. Thanks okay. so much for having me. Thank you, Jen. That'll do it for today's show. Uh, Kylie and Darren in tomorrow after 9.